everybody. You are listening to the OK Beast podcast, a weekly show where we get together to talk about the biggest topics in video games and nerd culture, except... Except this is not a normal episode. Back in November of 2019, the OK Beast crew, they all flew out to Boulder, Colorado and joined me for a 24 hour extra live stream. We raised money for charity, stream games 24 hours straight. Our goal was $2,000, but we ended up raising over $4,100 and part of that goal. One of those milestones we, we hit was a little takeover, a little podcast takeover of Pixel Pulse Radio. So we're going to redo the intro, get started with the the show that Brandon and I used to do together one final time for the kids, for the Children's Miracle Network, and uh, for all the awesome people who donated. We're bringing back the show this episode only. Let's get started. going on everybody you are listening to pixel pulse radio the world's number one stepfather son video game podcast brought to you by okbeast.com i'm one of your hosts alex van aken and i'm joined by the man who's married to my mother my stepdad brandon wilson what is going on brandon hello l hey uh i i listen i just want to i want to recognize the elephant in the room i i had to do that intro about Literally, not, not not like, I would say literally 10 times. How You, you get so used to doing, I, I can recite it. What is going on, everybody? You're listening to episode X of the OKB's podcast. Like, you get into this rhythm, right, Brandon? Mm-hmm. And then when, when you take away a couple words, like, or you, you, you change something up in the intro, you forget everything. It just all falls apart. It all falls apart. Um, but was, what doesn't fall apart is our bond. Mm-hmm. Our, our, our stepfather-son video game podcast bond mm-hmm. uh for those who are for, for people who are confused right now they're like what the heck is going on you're listening to the okay Beast podcast uh but like i said back at extra life uh one of our i don't even remember being the one who su- i think blessing or you maybe suggested this as a as a milestone goal and then and then we hit it and everyone was like alex you and brandon are doing a pixables radio episode <laughs> and i was like oh okay um and so now we are recording this april I think it was 2020 blessings idea but I love that. I think idea. it was. I think it was. And great then he idea. left us. <laughs> uh, we've been a little busy. We've been we we we've we've had a lot going on. But this week was uh, seemed like a good week to do it. It's a very slow news week in the video game industry. I'm in the middle of moving to a new condo. Ian's apartment is flooded right now. You got a lot going on at home, Brandon. Mm. So it seemed like a fun time, a good time to uh, bring bring back Pixel Pulse Radio. For the one-off episode. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, So what are you in store for? You're still going to get our video game impressions, news. But one of the things that Pixel Pulse Radio was known for uh, was a lot of fun segments and games. And so we brought back some of the favorites. We've got 10 years ago this month, JRPG or Fake, our weekly recommendations. It's going to be a good time. So let's just get started with the show, Brandon. First of all, how are you doing this week? Like, what's what's been going on? (laughs) Uh, This week's been crazy your brother and i went up to fairfax today uh-huh apparently he's had this epiphany and he's decided that he he wants to build a gaming pc like out of the blue yep. we we went all the way like two hours away 
to um, mm-hmm. to go pick up a power supply for this this PC build. So I, I can give you some context. Yeah. We were playing Fortnite the other day, and he started talking about, like, the next-gen consoles. Like, he was like, so uh, what are you going to buy, you know, PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X? And I was like, you know what? Uh, probably the PlayStation 5. Like, I mean, we got into it or whatever. And then he was like, yeah, maybe I should just... Somehow he had the epiphany that somehow he he should just save up and buy a gaming PC. And then I guess the funds came together in a very, very interesting way. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't. Should I say it? I mean, I don't want to. It's, it's his finances, but mm. he's also like, <laughs> let's, let me just, not say. let's just leave it at the funds came together in an interesting <laughs> manner. It just happened. It happened much quicker than we anticipated. It sounds like like Colin did a drug deal or something. The way we're talking about this. <laughs> well, the next episode of Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, for real. Anyways, Colin got his money together, and uh, I guess yeah, you guys are buying PC parts all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. He's buying my. I've been wanting to upgrade my PC for. It's been a goal like 2020. I would upgrade my GPU, my graphics processing unit, and uh, I would upgrade that to an RTX graphics card. And so Colin was like, hey, I'm building a PC. Here's what I kind of want to do. I'm like, well, my current GPU would be great, a great fit for you. So uh, I sold it to him for a cheaper price than I would have other people. He got a deal. I got money towards a uh, an RTX uh, graphics card and so i guess that now i am i've got ebay up I've, i found like a a brand new unopened uh rtx 2070 super for a pretty good price so i'm gonna pull the trigger later <laughs> my tonight. man's about to pounce uh I'm, I'm i'm excited like colin colin's got his thing i i'm excited for me though like i've been wanting ray tracing uh for a while i know there's only like a handful of games at this point that even have ray tracing but we know it's going to be a big part of next gen and so i've kind of been wanting to future-proof my I PC just, a little bit. I have, I am salivating over the, the screenshots of Minecraft with RTX. Like, I, I can't yeah. imagine, like, other games that i played. Did that I've just launch this week, actually? I don't know. I know that it's been... I, I've been kind of watching it as it's been developing, but I don't, I don't, I don't know what the date of it was. It's, uh, I, I think, it, I think you're right. I think it's out now. I'm, I'm on minecraft.net and they've got a little beta sign up. So I might, I might have to check that out once I get the new GPU. Cause I've been wanting some, I don't want to just go like drop a bunch of money on RTX games that I'm not going to play, but Minecraft is what? 20 bucks, something like that. Uh, and I could kind of see, I like, I would have never, I would have never thought like that would be a game. <laughs> let's throw RTX on it. Let's, let's add ray tracing to Minecraft. But man, it, yeah. it looks so crazy. It does. They've they've had some. I can't remember if it, was, if it was through like an official channel or what. But there, a couple of years ago, like images leaked or were released. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they leaked. Uh, leaked sounds more exciting uh, on a on a podcast. They were leaked, and it was kind of like it was either simulating ray tracing or it was very early on. They're like, hey, we've been experimenting with this tech. Here's what it looks like in Minecraft. That was a couple of years ago, uh, but now. It's it's ready for consumers to get their hands on it, and I, I'm excited for that. Like, like I said, like I am very much looking to like whether it's tech demos or what. I just want to play some games that have RTX and see the difference. I think right now the big ones that have it are Control, which I already own, Battlefield Five, which I don't own. I'm trying to think of what else. There's some big ones. Metro Exodus. I want to play a few different ones. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, anyways, I, I I wanted the future proof. My, my PC, so I'm selling Colin my 1070 Ti, which is a great graphics card, upgrading to the 2070 Super, which I've had my eye on for a while. 
Um, you sound so like a salesman. Down. This is a great <laughs> GPU. No, really, you're getting a steal. Oh, hey, man, I, got, I had to make the sale. I had to make the sale to secure my GPU, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to upgrade. This time. Yeah, but I'm excited. I should get, like, I, I'm starting to hit, like, the the limit. In certain games, I'm hitting the limits of my GPU. Like, I've been playing a lot of Hunt Showdown this year. It released in January. I got it in February uh, after it released in 1.0. And my my computer cannot hit sixty frames in that, so I'm excited to to play that game on on max settings and uh, get the full benefit of having a PC, a gaming PC. Other games like Overwatch and stuff, it's fine. Like this graphics card gets like 100, 170 frames, like something like that. It's pretty insane. So the new one, you know, is mostly for the future proofing. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to pulling my PC apart this week cleaning everything off because I've kind of noticed as I'm moving things around in my apartment, uh, getting ready for our, our move next week. I'm like, oof, everything's a little dusty. <laughs> everything's a little dustier than I remember. So I'm going to pull it on apart uh, and uh, and do a big old clean on it. So I'm excited. One of the other things that I've been I've been trying to buy this week, Brandon, mm. and I need I, I have a task for you. Oh, I need you to keep an eye out for this for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Ring Fit Adventure. You're familiar, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I would actually consider purchasing it myself, but I know it's been hard to come by recently. So, yeah. So for people who aren't aware, it's uh, Nintendo's. Would you say it's kind of like we fit for the switch? I guess sort of, it does have the, the additional like interesting peripheral that goes with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the Wii Fit had that giant like scale. Was it a scale? Like balance board is, I think is what they called it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this, this is just like a wheel, like a plastic wheel and a leg mm. strap that you put your Joy-Cons in. But I, I've seen a lot of people getting a lot of success and we've been like stuck inside in quarantine. And I'm like, man, I really just want to like get exercise in, you know, we signed up for the gym. We like early in the year, we signed up for the gym or even I think it was before the new year. And uh, this new gym was opening in like February and they're doing like these essentially like founders packs for the gym. Uh, so we signed up and it's the, literally the week the gym opened, Colorado shut down for, for coronavirus <laughs> and we're like, cool. So now, now I'm like kind of going crazy and I'm, I'm getting like daily walks in, but I want something a little more rigorous and I feel like ring fit adventure. If I could get a copy that wasn't $300, I would, I would, I think I would love it. See, it's interesting that you mentioned that because well, a I was I've been interested in this as well, so I've, I've been kind of like loosely watching it. But mm-hmm. in addition, like we just recently went out and bought like all sorts of like outdoor equipment. Like we just all bought as a family. We all bought bikes, and we've been biking a oh, lot. Actually, you were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. We we biked we biked fifteen miles last last week together. That's pretty like, awesome. All of us. And then I Wait, went 15 miles collectively. No, together. Like six like of you all did of two miles. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like all of us did 15 miles. So that's a lot. That's a lot together. What was that? We did 60 miles total. Jeez. But I went and uh, I went and I went and got a uh, kayak. Ooh. I'm uh, I'm excited for the maiden voyage. Uh, Are you gonna? Is it wasn't an inflatable or like the hard no, shell a, it's, kayak? It's a legit uh, sit on top. Not a sit in, but a sit on top. Uh, I, yeah, the the sit in ones scare me. I'm like, if I flip over, I'm I'm gonna drown. Yeah, it's, no it's very specific it. technique. Like you're supposed to. There's a there's a way to flip back over if you if you flip if you've gone under on a on a sit in. Bro, do you see what I look like if I flip over? <laughs> That's I'm not, what I'm saying. I'm like, not flipping back up. You and I are shaped similarly. 
I'm also planning on doing a fair amount of fishing off of it. So it is it is Ooh. a it is a fishing kayak as well. So there's like so it's like big enough to bring like a tackle box with you. Yeah, and there's there's uh, fishing rod holders and so forth on it. So that's really fun. Yeah, I, d- I don't have a kayak. My bike got stolen. So Ring Fit Adventure is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really I'm really banking on it. I'm really banking on fun of an eBay deal for like 150 or something. Yeah. But that's awesome. I've been doing that. Uh, we've been we've both been helping build PCs, um, and then I'm I'm kind of prepping. I feel like for a a Skyrim run, a modded Skyrim run. Interesting. My buddy Woody Retro Crumpet Richard Wood. He's, he goes by many names. He he was telling me the other day in his stream about like um about like his, Skyrim is like one of his one of his if not his favorite game ever. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he loves it. And uh, he was kind of telling me like the definitive he like gave me a whole list of mods to install to make it like the definitive playthrough and so and i've also been like going through and looking for like the up res textures and like and there's like all sorts of like graphic mods too that you can um get in skyrim on top of like the the recent re- recently released special edition and so i my plan is to just do like the ultimate skyrim run Get all of the like the world building mods that have all the extra community built quests and all of the official DLC and like the, you know, super awesome volumetric lighting like mods and like the fog and like they have like all sorts of like post processing mods that like add like fog and stuff and really make that older game look more um, more modern. And so I want to get all those together, throw it on the new graphics card and just do a, a Skyrim run. That sounds interesting. So, that's what I'm. That's what I'm prepping for. I, I want to do. I want to. I really enjoyed that game. Back so are you in high just trying to mainline it, or are you trying to do like side quests and stuff like that? Because it's. I, I don't remember what the time investment is. It's on. like eighty hours, I think. Like even side quests or just main. I, I th- let me look. There's a website for this. Uh, <laughs> let's go to howlongtobeat.com, and then we're going to type in Skyrim Special Edition. Here we go. Oh wow, it's way shorter than I thought. The main really? story is only 26 hours. Really? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I thought it was like way longer than that. Main story plus extras, 124 hours. Oh. Co- completionist, 214 hours. Wow. So, yeah, I think the main story is like the base game before... I don't remember any of the DLC names, but like the... I know there was like the Dragonborn DLC. There was like the the Snowy Islands do you remember all these in the uh, original Skyrim? Am I making that up? There's think, a lot. There's a lot of DLCs. I think you are making stuff up, but. <laughs> but I think like the the main story, like the vanilla game, is 26 hours. So I just want to jump in and kind of like give myself the freedom to play it and however I however I play it. Like if I if I finish it and it's just the main story, cool. Uh, I do want to do like some of that side story stuff, like the Dark Brotherhood, the vampire werewolf stuff. You mentioned specifically the mod the mod piece of it. Like what? What are you trying to mod or, or what are we, what is that? What's the intention there? I wanted to look awesome. I wanted to look like a game that comes out, came out a couple years ago mm. instead of one that came out 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I want, there's a, so I've got the list here. I'm going to pull it up. Do I have it here? Oh, it's on my PC right here. So I've got the, I've got the mod list here that Woody recommended. I think I'm going to do some, some extra ones as, as well. Skyrim mod list. Here we go. So I'm pulling it up right now. This is like his little, he had like a little chat command in his stream says, I like to keep my game minimal, that classic Skyrim experience with some quality of life improvements. Uh, the mods that Woody recommends, Immersive Citizens, which from my, what I gather adds in citizens and like 
NPCs throughout the world where previously there weren't any, like in the more of the empty areas between the big towns, like there's interesting people walking around. Mm -hmm. And all these are like community driven mods that have, I think a lot of them have been like officially like uh, endorsed by Bethesda Mm -hmm. through like their like mod lists in, in the, in the console versions. Uh, So we got immersive citizens, uh, we've got static mesh improvements, which I believe is um, like uh, terrain. Well, it actually could be a number of a number of improvements. It could just be like objects that have static meshes. I think it's a, a lot of different things. But um, immersive patrols, which I believe are, are enemies that wander. Character makeover, which sounds like character customization. Best fast and quivers. It's like a, he, he's a big fan of bow and arrows. Lore based loading screens. Flora overhaul, which is adds in a bunch of fauna and flora. Climates of Tamriel, which is a mod that adds in different, um, like you can get rain and snowstorms, all sorts of different climates that come through. Enhanced blood textures. That's a thing, I guess. Interesting. <laughs> lanterns of Skyrim, which kind of places lanterns on the main roads. Mm-hmm. So if you're far away from the roads uh, and you can't really see, you can kind of find your way back. Better roads, new idols, immersive armors, quality world map, cloaks and sky UI. So there's a lot of different things um, that you can add to the game. On top of that, like I found like it seems like there's like new assets that people have made for the game. Like there's a there's a mod that like uh, redoes like the rivers in the game. Because even in the special edition, the remastered edition, the rivers don't look quite modern. Like they kind of have that, you know, Bethesda edge to them that that they did in in the old, older days, like in <laughs> in early Skyrim days. Uh, back then, I thought they looked gorgeous. Like I remember being like enamored by the water in that game. But like modern, you know, it, it doesn't look quite modern anymore. So like I found mods that kind of redo the rivers, like all sorts of different things. So I'm like re- completely. Skyrim special edition is the skeleton and then we're adding on all sorts of like augmentations via these mods to make it like kind of a different experience in some ways, but in other ways, like the ultimate Skyrim experience. So I mean, it sounds cool. Like that, that, that game has like so many people surrounding it and like in its community, especially like on the mod side. So I just kind of want to experience that because I've heard about it for a long time. That that's the plan. Um, Before we finish up, um, before we finish talking about what we've been playing, do you have anything else you wanted to talk about before we get to the news, Brandon? Other than I've just been playing some Animal Crossing. I've been mm, I've been nice. crossing crossing the animals quite a bit. What What is your most re- recent uh, addition or accomplishment in the game? Well, I've been working hard inside of my house, so I haven't I haven't put a whole mm. lot of effort. Unfortunately, actually, recently I just um, started doing a bunch of stuff to my island, but I like pulled up every tree on my entire island oh wow like, holy cow that's a like lot of replanted it yeah i i pulled up every tree on the ground level not i you know obviously in the back of my island that there's multiple levels but uh pulled up every tree and replanted it and most of the fruit trees are now in like orchards that i've built so I've just started, and I still like. <laughs> I still haven't even had the the KK uh, concert yet, and I, oh, really? I feel like I, I feel like I'm like way behind. I've just Take been playing. Time. I've been playing my game. Like I just. I got behind it. Like Kayla, Kayla started playing the game probably four or five days behind me. Mm-hmm. I would say, and she's like a few days ahead of me now, just because in in terms of like building her house, like she has her attic. I think she has all of her levels. Oh, I do, and I'm still. I'm still paying off my attic to get my basement. So people are ahead of me. Like I, you can just put, I love, I love that big 
that game because you can choose to invest in whatever you want to. Right. For me, it's like making the outside of my island look nice. For others, it's it's building up, you know, their in- interior. And I, I think I finally got like, I finally figured out like what I want to do. I, I think I'm going to, I have like one of the smaller rooms on the main floor as a kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to make my attic my kitchen because it's a much bigger room. Yeah, I'm it just is. Gonna, like yeah. full out like industrial kitchen, I think. And then I think I might have to make the basement an arcade. Well, see, right now, you know that I was working on the my workshop. Yeah. So I, I built out a really cool workshop that I absolutely adore. And then I'm like, well, I started amassing like arcade pieces. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, well, maybe I cut my workshop in half and half of it is an arcade and half of it stays workshop. But I really feel like I, there's more that I want to do with my workshop. So I think I think I'm actually going to put my bathroom and my bedroom together on in the attic level of my mm-hmm. house bathroom and bedroom together with like a little divider in between the two and then make a dedicated arcade room and a dedicated workshop in the basement and then i'll have a kitchen and a and like a spare room i like my living room that's that's my current plan but uh yeah we'll we'll see where it goes from from this point would you say animal crossing is your favorite game that's released this year i'm trying to think of the games that, that have come out like for me hunt showdown animal crossing Journey to the Savage Planet. I'm trying to think of what else came out this year. Final Fantasy, obviously, but I'm I'm I still need to get back to to Journey and yeah, yeah, Journey to the Savage Planet. Yeah, I need to get back to Journey at some point. Yeah, me too. Well, that's gonna do it um, for the What's Up section. What we've been doing this week. Let's get into the news. Um, we got two stories this week, Brandon. The first one is over 12 million people just watched. The Travis Scott Show in Fortnite. Brandon, are you familiar with the Travis Scott concert that Fortnite just threw this week? I've only seen bits and pieces of it, but what I've seen looks crazy. Yeah, so I we're gonna get into our impressions here because we both I, I like watched it. I woke up Saturday morning, eight a.m., got online and uh, and got into the concert. Well, and did it they was, do it twice? They did it multiple times. Okay, they so did it multiple times. Showings. Okay. So I think there was five shows that that happened in Fortnite. They're all the same show, but five different times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could queue in with friends and attend this Travis Scott concert. And uh, you kind of drop in onto the stage, and it's like a countdown to a show. Like you would see it like a a festival of sorts. Um, and th- like it just pops off. I don't even know. It, it is so hard to describe. It was like it was like, am I on drugs right now? Like what you what you're experiencing. Crazy. It is it is otherworldly. Mm. It, it was wild, but it was the best way I could describe it was it was a interactive music video for Travis Scott set to a, like a mashup of his songs set within Fortnite. And he was like, it was the uh, I guess astronomical was the theme. I think that's like his his album name. So like the whole thing is themed around like space and like weird like. Um, just like illusions and like there are all sorts of colors everywhere. And it's like, you're constantly like the big theme is like Travis is a giant and there's a different, there's different versions of him. So he's like walking around the map of, of, um, Fortnite and you're like looking up at him. He's like this giant dude in the sky. Uh, it's, it's, I sound like a crazy person trying to describe what, this, but the, the weird part is like, they they did this before with the marshmallow concert. Marshmallow this was, was so much better. Well, marshmallow was actually like a 
it was more like a concert. Like you're just sitting in front of a stage and you're watching Marshmallow like go off up on the stage. This is like, I am in, I'm in this, this freaking music video. Like you said, it's like, I'm in this thing right now and I'm watching everything unfold around me, like literally all around me. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was something. It was just like a lot. It was like late. I think this, this Kotaku article sums it up. Well, uh, it says rapper Travis Scott just made an appearance for the first of five shows. He'll be starring in for Fortnite. This is before, like there aren't any more shows. This, the, the, the article I think was written in a way that could lead people to believe that, but, um, no, these, the, the shows are over. You missed it. So there are 12.3 million people tuned in to watch. It was one hell of an event while only running for around 10 minutes and focus on the debut of a new single. The whole thing could have just been some players standing around watching a Travis Scott model on stage rapping, which is what you're describing with what the marshmallow concert was right. two years ago. And the marshmallow event was really cool. Don't get me wrong. The marshmallow like set event a precedent, was really cool. I feel like it definitely set a precedent. Instead, everyone watching got giants, space travel, underwater sections, and a lot of lasers. So yeah, 12.3 million concurrent players participated in the Travis Scott Astronomical um, event. It was an all-time record for Fortnite. Um, And uh, holy cow. This thing was wild. I've never experienced anything like this in video games. And I know like people were texting me saying like, hey, I I don't like Travis Scott. Like I, I'm not into rap. I also don't like Fortnite. But that is one of the coolest things that I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it was wild. And it was, I, I hope that people got to uh, attend this event because the videos were cool online for sure. Yeah. But being there, being able to run around and within the, the play space and. It, the scale is immense, and uh, I don't know if the videos really picked that up, but being in there, I don't know, man, almost like feel brought up feelings akin to like VR and stuff in some ways. Mm. Just really surreal, really, really cool. So go find, if, at the very least, if you didn't get to attend, definitely go pull up one of the videos. Go watch the concert. It's 10 minutes long. Very, very cool. Uh, and then our second news story uh, for this episode and last news story, uh, this is more of an FYI for everybody. We're not really going to get too deep into this. I wasn't aware of this until I was like scavenging around for news stories. Nintendo confirms around 160,000 accounts have been breached. Uh, this comes from Brian Ashcraft over at Kotaku. It reads, Nintendo has confirmed the possibility that as many as 160,000 Nintendo accounts were breached in a hack earlier this month. Uh, according to Kyoto-based game maker, the Nintendo account breach was connected to users with Nintendo network ID logins. Uh, starting today, the company has disabled NNID login function and reset the passwords of the affected accounts. Uh, Nintendo is asking users to turn on two-factor authentication. Um, the IDs were originally connected to the Wii U and Nintendo 3DS systems. So I'm safe. <laughs> um, but if you if you had an account tied to Wii U or 3DS... Go make sure uh, you're all good there. Uh, I guess there's been reports of several security breaches. Unknown third parties got access to their accounts. So stay safe. Check your email. Uh, check your Nintendo account. Make sure you're all good to go. Um, it sounds like if you I mean, I'm, I don't want to like perpetuate false info. It sounds like, though, if you if you have a new switch account that, that was made for the switch or whatever, they weren't necessarily targeted as part of this. I could be wrong. It's better safe than sorry. Go check. That's the way I understood it as well. Cause I didn't even know what a N- Nintendo network ID was. So I looked it up and it, it looks like they were originally tied to the Wii U and the three DS. Um, okay. and I didn't have okay. either, uh, I didn't have either of those systems. So I think I'm safe. 
But yeah, okay, it, it's worth. I, I'm I'm sure that they've reached out to all the people that may have been affected by this. So you've you've probably already been contacted. But yeah, go go check it out. Uh, and that's that's it for the news story. Like I said at the start of the show. <laughs> Very, very light news week, but that's okay. We've got a lot of fun segments coming up here in a second. Um, a lot of fun old Pixel Pulse radio bits that we're going to get into uh, for this special one-off episode. Uh, of course, we've got it's time for announcements and housekeeping. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so over at patreon.com slash okbeast. By giving us three bucks a month, you get access to the OKBeast OK podcast every single week early ahead of time. Uh, and then head over to okbeast.com slash store if you want to get some merch and uh Lastly, uh, if you would like uh, and you have an Epic Game Store account or you play Fortnite in the item shop, um, you can use our supported creator code OKBeastNow. Totally optional. And uh, if, you, if, you, if you prefer to play your games on Steam, that is perfectly fine. I play many of my games on Steam. If you happen to be shopping on the EGS or in Fortnite, you can use that code OKBeastNow. Twitter and Twitch, if you'd like to follow us. Follow me on Twitter at It's Van Aiken. That's also um, where I'm streaming over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash It's Van Aiken. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Been having a lot of fun. I hit Twitch affiliate uh, last week was my or this week was my second week streaming. Hit Twitch affiliate. Uh, a bunch of people came in, gave me subs. It was it was a very fun time. Uh, I've been streaming a lot of FPS games uh, as well as like some. We played some uh, Hunt Showdown, which is like a horror uh, shooter. I'm I'm going to be playing a lot of different things, but um, definitely want to get into the competitive spirit uh, quite a bit on that on those streams. But uh, it, it's going to be a very fun time. Uh, if you haven't, go follow me over there. Don't forget, you can follow Brandon at RebelRed6, all spelled out, on social media. Uh, go follow him. Uh, go talk to him about all the fun video game stuff. Ian's not here this week, but you can follow him at Ian. Why not? And then don't forget, review, subscribe to the OKBeast podcast on iTunes. Uh, but you can refer us to your friends on really any podcast platform, Spotify, iTunes, really every major podcast app. We are there. Uh, lastly, OKBeast.com and YouTube.com slash OKBeast, where we can go to get all of uh, our content. YouTube especially has, I think for the next few weeks, going to have one video a week. I believe. Um, so go make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. have notifications on all that fun stuff. And uh, lastly, follow us at OKBeastNow uh, on Twitter. I think that's going to do it for the announcements this week. Brandon, let's get into uh, one of our older Pixel Pulse radio segments 10 years ago this month. Mm. Uh, this is a segment we used to do on PPR where we would look back 10 years ago and talk about the big uh, news and happenings of the industry 10 years ago. So uh, for this segment, we're going to be looking back at April and May of 2010. Holy cow. It feels like just yesterday. That's the year, Brandon, that I graduated high school. Mm. That was 10 years ago. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, All right. So let's get into uh, some of the industry happenings that were happening uh, in April and May 2010 and some of the big games that were released. April 15th, the Xbox Live for the original Xbox console and games was discontinued. That was April 15th, uh, 2010. So if you had an OG Xbox, you hadn't upgraded to the 360. You were out Too of luck. Bad. Too bad. You could Crimson Skies. What? Halo Two. Nope. Not happening. Xbox Live discontinued. Wah wah wah. <sighs> Unfortunate. Uh, April twentieth, two thousand and ten, uh, was Capcom's annual trade show held in Honolulu, Hawaii. I don't really have much to say about that. Uh, May fourth through seven. Oh, this is huge. May fourth through seventh, twenty ten. 
the Humble Indie Bundle, an experiment into indie, charitable, cross-platform, DRM-free digital game distribution is first released to great success. So the original Humble, Humble Bundle came out 10 years ago. <laughs> Humble, <laughs> Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle. Uh, Grendel Bundle. That's what that's what I do after dark. Um, no, the... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh the Humble Bundle came out uh, 10 years ago. That's pretty wild. Have you, what's your experience been with Humble Bundle? I think I bought, like, I think I purchased, like, one bundle. I, I, I still watch it on occasion. Uh, and they've, of course, they've expanded and they've, they're, like, huge now. And they have, like, they're all publishing label now. Yeah. They have their own store. Um, plus, they still continue to do, um, bundles. They do. They even do comic book bundles. You know that? Did you know that? Uh I th- no, actually, I don't think so. Yeah, they have comic book bundles. They have digital book bundles, and they do a lot of um, they do a lot of coding books for the digital book bundles. So if you're interested in like learning, I don't know PHP or Python or something like that, they do a lot of um, they do a lot of bundles that are related to like learning to code or whatever but they they have multiple different bundles now and uh it's all uh i think it's i think everything including the bundles is for uh at least a portion of it is for good causes so for sure well that's super cool uh i think my first one was i think i got on humble bundle the i was talking about this on a panel at pax west actually (laughs) so an indie games panel and i was remembering back to um the, the second humble bundle so what, June 2010 or whenever? I don't know. I don't think it was monthly at that point, but sometime in 2010, I think I had gotten the second one. It came with Braid, Machinarium, and one a couple other games, and I think I paid like 10 cents because I, I was a trash kid who had no money. I was like, free games, let's go. Like I wasn't concerned with the charitable charitable part. Now they've done smart things where they're like, okay, pay more than x to unlock this and it might it actually might have been like that back in the day but i just wanted like the the base games for free man what what a lot so much success has come from that platform and i think they've done a lot of good as far as charity too yeah right now they're running 11 different bundles right now that's wild and those change out like once a week i think i think some of them run a little bit longer um but they they have so much stuff going on now it's it's uh pretty insane yeah that's wild um, speaking of the video games that came out that year, Brandon, do you have that list up? Do you want to go through some of the notable ones? Oh man, do I? Let's see. Uh, April didn't really start off with a bang, but uh, about mid-April, we received Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Conviction. Dang, um, that's a good game. Yeah, it is a good game. I enjoyed. That it. That was the one that um, Conviction is really where things kind of branched off for the mm. Splinter Cell franchise. That's mm-hmm. where it became a lot more cinematic and it was yep. really like an action game. Yep. Um, which I wasn't a fan of back then. I can nowadays I can kind of recognize like the cool stuff that game did. Um, yeah, I was a fan of conviction and what's the other one? Double, double agent, I think. Uh, yes. Double agent was yeah, great. I liked both of those. So that, that was, uh, that was kind of like the first notable one. That's around mid April, uh, Grand Theft Auto episodes from Liberty City for the Ooh. X, uh, for PlayStation three. Looks like PlayStation three and windows. I thought the episode, I, th- I think those originally were handheld games that came, I guess they ported them over to PS three, mm-hmm. but like the, uh, the GTA episodes from 
There was episodes from Liberty City, episodes from Vice City. Those were on like I believe handhelds, like PS PSP. You can play them on PS Vita. I know. Yeah, I don't know anything I think about DS. Those. Had them at one point. Uh, I, I believe. I'm gonna, let me look it up. Episodes from Liberty City. I'm pretty sure. It was like, and it was like different sorts of graphics too. Probably top down, like the original GTA. Let's see expansion packs for GTA Four that added extra missions. Oh, okay, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Mm-hmm. I think I'm thinking of Vice City Stories. Is that what I'm thinking of? I'm not. Sure. I might be. And like uh, Chinatown Stories. There was like a spinoff series for GTA. But anyways, go on. Uh, April twentieth, we got Monster Hunter Try or Monster Hunter Three for the Wii. Okay. Okay. Then we're gonna skip on down. There was uh, do you remember Dead to Rights? So Dead to Rights Retribution. Oh, wow. Uh, Dead to Rights Retribution came out for the Xbox 360 and PS3. Uh, late April. I think that series had started to die at that point. If I'm not wrong, I like, liked that's where it that started game. To dip off. I like oh, that you, series okay. in general. Yeah, I, I think I played the first Dead to Rights, and then Retribution. I felt like I started falling off. I mean, yeah, like, Retribution I like review. Game. I mean that series. It uh, got a. Uh, no, that's a video review. Don't worry about it. Keep going. <laughs> uh, uh, Near came out Xbox 360 and PS3 late April. <laughs> Never heard of it. I'm trying to remember it. if I. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I remember it. I'm just pulling it up real quick to see what it looks like. I'm just kidding. I'm trolling people. It's the original Near. People love this game. Oh, this is the, the original Near. I believe so. I believe so. Uh, that beget Near Automata, 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 Auto Tomato, <laughs> Auto Tomato. I'm not sure. <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway, that came out. I'm just scrolling through here, and then we get we get to some real bangers uh, in May. So I'm there's, ready. there's a game them. that came out. You may be familiar with it. It's called Skate 3. It's the one oh. that we've been waiting for with bated breath for a oh. sequel, uh, Skate 4, that has not appeared yet. Skate 3 came out May 11th for PS3 and the Xbox 360. On the same day, we got a little game by the name of Lost Planet 2. Do you remember Ooh, the Lost geez. Planet I- series? I love Lost Planet. I know people love the single player. It was good. I particularly love the multiplayer of Lost Planet. So much fun. You had the grappling hooks, too, that, that you could play with. I played very little of the multiplayer, but I did enjoy it. Um, but that game in general was, was really cool. Oh, yeah. That game was awesome. I think it started to fall off like during the third one. Um, but one and two, I played quite a bit. There is a split second velocity. Okay, that was one of the like the destruction racing games, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah. that was kind I of like playing that and GameStop. Yeah, that was probably one of the lesser known series, but it that was actually a really good game. Um, Prince of Persia: Forgotten Sands, Trauma Team, which I've I've heard that people are into, but uh, I don't. I'm not really familiar with it. The cover of it looks it, it's for the Wii, and the cover of it looks kind of like sort of anime style okay um but it's called trauma team so forgive me if uh, if i'm supposed to know and that's like the most epic video game that ever hit the wii um <laughs> don't think so uh alan wake 
which was an, a really good game. Alan Wake came out for the Xbox 360 uh, and a little game by the name of Red Dead Redemption. Came out Ooh. May 18th of 2010 for the Xbox Holy 360 cow. and PS3. What a month. Yeah, that, that, was a, that was a banger. How about Super Mario Galaxy number two for the Wii? Okay. That's, I, that's the one that people love. I mean, they love both of them, but I, I think Blessing used to really like the second one. Yeah, that came out May mistaken. 23rd for the Wii, obviously. Um, yeah. So they're, and we're kind of winding down here. I think I might have one or two more here. Um, just scanning through. Oh, I know we talked about April and May, but I will say on June 1st, I absolutely adored the Siphon Filter series and Siphon Filter yeah. Logan's Shadow came out for the PS2 on, which seems odd, came out for the PS2 even though the PS3 was out. But it came out... Um, That's June, weird. Came out June 1st. So I never played Siphon Filter. Siphon Filter was a a, gate, a great action-type game that uh, it was kind of reminiscent of... Um, uh, it was kind of reminiscent of, of uh, uh, Splinter Cell. Oh, um, okay. I would probably like that then. Like, more of a stealth-based action game? Yeah. Was it an FPS game or no? No. It was okay. uh, it was third person, kind of like over the shoulder. Okay. Very very splinter splinter celly. I dig it. Uh, I dig it. Yeah, I think you. I think you in particular would uh, would have enjoyed that game. I think they might be playable on PS Vita. Maybe I'm crazy. Siphon. No, they might. They might be actually. Yeah, I think you can play it on Vita. The filters um, of the siphons. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, let's get into um, our next um segment then we're gonna get to the listener questions and get out of here uh last segment uh as far as this goes as far as ppr specific uh, jrpg or fake this is one of our um i'm not familiar with old segments game show (laughs) we might have done this at extra life as well so if you watch your extra life stream you would be aware jrpg or fake is a game where i gather real and fake jrpg games brandon asked the guess if they're real or fake in this edition, uh, I've, I've contracted the help of Clint Gilmore and uh, Keylock from the OKB's OK community, our friends, and they've helped me pick some great ones. And for the real <laughs> ones, I've got little blurbs. Well, um, uh, after the, and fact. just to fill everybody in, <laughs> the reason this became a, uh, a segment is because I'm, I'm not a JRPG person. Um, yeah, <laughs> So Alex has always thought that this is entertaining uh, to me, make a complete uh, fool out of myself trying to figure out whether or not these are real or fake. So here we are. It's a fun time. Mm -hmm. Brandon, are you ready to get started? Oh, yes. The first game, NJRPG or fake? Mm -hmm. Infinite Undiscovery. Infinite Undiscovery is real. Next game, Trials of Dragoon Plus. Wait. Are you you're gonna you're gonna uh, keep a tally and let me know how I did at the end or? Yeah yeah yeah. I'm we're gonna go through them all. Okay. So uh, tell me that one again. Trials of Dragoon Plus. I'm gonna go. That's fake. Okay. Next, Radiant Historia. Radiant Historia. 
That's real. Brandon, your next game is Seeds of Destiny, Plagues of the Forgotten. Seeds of Destiny, Plagues of the Forgotten. Um, that's real. Next game, The Last Remnant. That's real. The Last Remnant. That's real. Is that real? Yes. Up next, we've got Resonance of Fate. Mm, that one's going to be fake. All right. Next, Echoes of Eternity. That one's real. Up next, after Echoes of Eternity, is Soul Blazer. I'm smoking this, aren't I? Like, I'm, I'm doing awesome. I feel it. I feel it in my Soul bones. Blazer. Like, I know. Soul Blazer. That's, that's fake. Very fake. Fake news. Last one, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Speaking of last. Last Odyssey Sunset Crusade. Real or fake? That's real. All right, Brandon. You can tell me. I got one them more all time. Right. Infinite Undiscovery, you said, was real, correct? Um, That's correct. <laughs> you said you were so, keeping it. Uh, t- I'm, tra- I'm, t- tracking, t- I'm tracking it. I'm trying to see if you want to change your mind. I'm trying to see if you're sticking to your answers. I stick to all, all right, of my so, answers. All right. Let's roll through these then. Infinite Undiscovery, you said was real. And you're correct. Mm. Infinite Undiscovery takes place in a world where the Dread Knight Leonid and his Order of Chains bound the world to the moon from all regions. The main chain is attached to the castle in the fallen kingdom of Cassandra, wherein Leonid's headquarters lies. Any region bound with a chain suffers blight consequences. Crops wither and animals die. Thus, Sigmund the Liberator goes forth along with his liberation force to unchain the world. An unwitting young man, Capel, is faithfully thrown into this conflict of which he has no involvement. Inevitably, these chain of events will change his life and those around him forever. Mm. That's the summary for Infinite Undiscovery. Released by Square Enix in 2008. You were correct. Up next, you said that Trials of Dragoon Plus was fake. Mm Mm-hmm. And you were correct. That is a fake game. I'm telling you, man, I I smashed this one. Like, I... It had no no chance whatsoever. Radiant Historia, you said, was real. And you're correct. Look at me. Radiant Historia. Radiant, you're, three you're doing three great so far. Radiant Historia is the RPG co-developed by Atlas and Headlock for the Nintendo DS. It released in Japan in 2010 and in North America in 2011. Um, the game is set on Vainqueer, a continent divided between the warring nations of Alastel and Grenorg. Why am I reading these things? <laughs> <laughs> it's a grid, it features a grid-based battlefield using a turn-based system. Uh, traveling between alternate timelines is a key part about the storyline in the gameplay with the number of potential timelines unlocked influencing the ending. And that was Radiant Historia. Uh, next was Seeds of Destiny, Plagues of the Forgotten. I think, did you say this was real? I'm pretty sure. Yes. Well, you were wrong, Brandon. That is fake. 
I don't know. Seeds of Destiny was written in, I believe, by Clint Gilmore. I added the plagues of the forgotten part because I just wanted to I wanted to spice it up a little. You know what I mean? See, so, maybe sorry, it guys. is maybe it is real now that you've added that additional piece on. I don't think so. I do not think so. Maybe. That would be unprecedented. Uh up next was the last remnant, which you said was real. Mm-hmm. And you're correct. The last oh, remnant. Yeah. Is a RPG developed and published by Square Enix, released in 2008 and 2009. Um, a remastered version was released on the PS4 and it hit a Switch of June 2019. The game is set in a fictional world divided into multiple city-states and inhabited by four different species. Their past includes a conflict over the remnants, magical artifacts of varying forms. Uh, the player controls Rush, a human searching for his sister during the war. And this game features a unique battle system in which the player commands multiple groups or unions of characters rather than individual units so the last unit is indeed real uh up next was resonance of fate you said this is fake this is real this is real brandon that's, resonance that's of fate is real a resonant of fate takes place on earth in the distant future when atmospheric pollution nearly annihilates life on earth and the remnants of humanity construct a purification system called basil there's mercenaries. There's, it's a very long description, Brandon. It's very JRPG-ish. <laughs> There's a long, very involved story. Uh, it's set in, it's, Essentially, it's set in a steampunk environment uh, with guns. And uh, they, I guess they made this with a Western audience in mind. Uh, and it was like a collaboration between Triace and Sega. Uh, and the gameplay was influenced by multiple Western action films, including The Matrix. So Word. that's Resonance of Fate. Up next... Echoes of Eternity. Brandon, you said you said this was real. And you're incorrect. Echoes of Eternity is fake. That's not true. I'm sorry. Up next, Soul Blazer. You said this is fake. Soul Blazer is real. Soul Blazer, released in Japan as Soul Blader, is a video game for the See? Super NES. See? It's not a, it's not a Soul Blazer. See, developed. You're making up stuff. <laughs> developed by Quintet and published by Enix. Soul Blazer was scored. Uh, we don't need to talk about the score. Uh, as an action RPG uh, where the players take the roles of the master servant to destroy monsters and release the captured souls of a world's inhabitants. Uh, the player frees a series of towns by fighting monsters in traditional dungeon crawl battles. Uh, destroying monster layers in the dungeon causes a soul belonging to a former town occupant to be liberated and reincarnated. That sounds like Diablo for the SNES. Uh, that was Soul Blazer. And lastly, we have Last Odyssey sunset crusade you said this is real and it's unfortunately fake that's not you started so strong brandon you were three for three and then uh in the back half you 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 really lost it so uh you went uh you went one two three four you went four for five so not terrible not your best performance on JRPG or fake, unfortunately. But you <laughs> are know. you sure it wasn't my best performance? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure during Extra Life you did pretty good. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. I think you're right. I, th- I think during Extra Life we did this and you did pretty good. Now your best showing. You started off strong. 
I think you, you waver, you got one wrong. And then I think subconsciously you started getting freaked out. You were like, your, your head wasn't in the game anymore. And you just, you just fell apart, Brandon. I'm sorry. It happens. So that was JRPG or fake. Brandon went four for five. Thank you, Clint Gilmore and Keylock for the help with those fake and real suggestions. We appreciate you. Uh, now, speaking of the OK Beast community, we reached out to our listeners for questions uh, on Twitter and and uh, and our email. And uh, we got a few in. So we're going to go through our listener questions. Now, normally on the OK Beast podcast, you would tweet us your questions on Thursdays by tweeting us at OK Beast now or emailing us hello at OK uh, This week, it was a little different just because we were doing pixel pulse radio uh, but we got a few questions we're going to run through sly asks describe your favorite game using one word describe your favorite game using one word brandon what's your favorite game mm, i don't i don't know that i really have a favorite favorite game mm. like i am like i my my favor like is is fluid it it moves um yeah i mine well yeah you pick one pick one that's your favorite today if you had to say today i mean mine would be very very obvious if i said the word like gunslinger Mm. red dead yeah red dead one uh that's a good favorite i think no i think it I, i think Probably my current would be Red Dead Two, but I like Gunslinger. That's a good word. My word, I'm trying to think. Mine would be World of Warcraft. I think my word would be wonder. I think that's like I, I feel like I, I I experience wonder a lot early in the early days of WoW. Wonder. Seeing everybody run around in their cool gear, seeing like other other characters like using their abilities, and I'm like, oh, what's that? What's that ability? Oh my gosh, what armor is that? You know, seeing like a level sixty run across the screen. That's a good when word. I'm like level twenty. When I'm like level twenty, I'm like, holy cow, what is? Oh my gosh, oh. So I'd say awe or wonder. I'm gonna go with wonder. I think that's a good word for that experience. Thank you for that question, Slay. Um, Alex O'Neill asks. Do you think many games getting pushed back will make us super excited for them when the when they finally come up, or maybe make us reassess it all and be more apathetic? I mean, the ones that I've been waiting on, I, I'm like, I'm dead set on those. It, like, particularly Cyberpunk. I, yeah, there's you can't keep me apart from that game. Like for sure, that's gonna be a that's gonna be in my my library as soon as it hits regardless of what happens um yeah last of us obviously is another one that uh that everybody's really bummed out when when it got moved um i would say last of us is going to be a purchase for me at some point i'm not sure if it's a day one purchase i i'm just not like you know the <laughs> you know the the episode that i went through with um the first last of us the first last yeah. of us is a phenomenal game and i absolutely loved the story of the game um i just had i had lots of troubles with uh i i just wasn't a huge fan of the infected portions of that game i i really loved fighting the human like the human fighting portions of it and it is un- undoubtedly is a phenomenal game but um uh, it's not to the point where I'm like 
going after Bowman at the mouth, going after number two with immediacy. I think for me, like in in terms of a lot of these delays, I'm 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 a little thankful because I'm like going through and playing games I didn't get a chance to play. Yeah, that's or um, just games point. I want to revisit. Um, and I think I think fondness or I think distance does make the heart grow fonder. So I think. I think I'm going to be ready. I'm going to think my excitement is going to be pretty high when these finally come out. It's almost going to be like a celebration of sorts. You know, like we made it through the first, like this, this COVID-19 nonsense, even though and realistically we're going to be fighting this for a while. Um, but I think it'll be like a little respite from like the a respite. I think is the right word. Yeah. From, from the crazy, from the, from the craziness. Um, so I, I think, I think we're going to still be super excited. Alex O'Neill. Thank you for that question, my friend. Josh Man and Sala asks, do you guys ever miss the pre-OK Beast days? Less responsibility, focusing on one podcast, just being the two of you. I do. I don't think Alex does, but I do for sure. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I do. do. I do. I definitely do. It was a lot. It was definitely easier. Mm-hmm. More laid back, for sure. Mm. I mean, I mean, we're pretty laid back. on like, But I mean, like, in terms of, like, workload yep because uh, we would record for like 45 to 60 minutes take about two hours to edit and that was it i mean granted you're still like researching and playing games and stuff but now like one video on ok beast takes like 20 hours it's just a, it's just a different beast now no pun intended but i, I definitely i definitely miss the days when it was just me and brandon i it's like uh i reminisce sometimes not because I, I we don't appreciate Ian. We're very thankful to have Ian on the team, uh, and everybody else who helps Wait, us out who? Uh, with the OK Beast. Who? Who? Ian? Who? Um, <laughs> I love Ian. I love you too, Ian. Uh, it, it's just different vibes. You know what I mean? Simpler times, I would say. Uh, so for sure, thank you for that question, Josh. Appreciate you, dude. Uh, Ian, speaking of speak of the devil, the Ian devil. asks, which meme is your favorite? And why? Hmm. I don't. I, I. I. As far as memes go, I. I don't I feel like deeply in the meme economy, so I don't. I don't know if I can help you out economy? with that, Mister. Uh, Mister. Why not? I think. Um, hmm. I think it's the white lady screaming at the cat, and the cat sitting there with its mouth ajar, like, "What the heck is happening?" <laughs> I think that's my favorite. You're you're aware of this meme. Yeah, right, yeah, right? yeah. Yep. I, I think that's my favorite. I also I I still enjoy um I still enjoy a good how do you do my fellow kids. You know that that's a good meme sometimes. Thank you for the question, Ian. <laughs> uh, Ryan Othman asks, "What do you think of an OK Beast Minecraft server?" Ooh, listen, RTX is on. How? How much is a is a Minecraft server to rent? Can you can you do dedicated servers in Minecraft? I don't even I don't even know. Minecraft's dedicated server. Oh, this is this is a deep rabbit hole. Let me let me not do that <laughs> right now. I would be open, Ryan. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. You wanna you wanna make that happen, Ryan? You wanna get that started? I'm down. Get the RT Windows 10. I wanna be able to cross play. I wanna be able to play the Windows 10 version and cross play with people. So however we can make that happen. I'm down. Uh, and then uh, this last question. Yeah, last question comes from our friend from over at the Mega Dads, Adam Leonard. Hey. Adam you. Leonard asks, 
When is Brandon going to pay me back? And is Alex watching that stupid Bachelor music show? I can't bring myself to watch it. Adam, I believe you're referring to Bachelor Listen to Your Heart, the new hit sensation that comes on every Monday evening. And yes, I am watching it. <laughs> what, a, what do you do you owe do you owe Adam Leonard money, Brandon? I, with, I, I have no idea what he's talking about. Um Is this like a Werther's Originals joke? Is that what you old people talk about? It could be. Um, I think at one point you were supposed to win a lifetime supply of where there's no, that's original. what they owe me. So I think we're a wash now. If I owe you any money, Adam, mm. if I owe you any money whatsoever, then we'll, we'll swap that with the, the lifetime supply of Werther's originals that you owe me. And I think we're, I think we're completely even at this point. So there you go. Yeah. Whatever I owe you, just take it out of the lifetime supply. Adam, I, I think, bachelor listen to your heart is definitely a trash show but i mean if who are we kidding isn't isn't the bachelor isn't the bachelorette isn't it all just trash you know what i mean we're i feel like i feel like we're splitting hairs here you know what i mean i think you might enjoy it listen to your heart adam <laughs> and watch bachelor listen to your heart wah, wah, uh, wah. All right, Brandon, let's get out of here with our <laughs> weekly recommendation. Uh, this was a segment we used to do on Pixel Pulse. It's going to be the last one for today. It's just something that we want to recommend, something we think is think we think we that is cool. It could be a video game, a book, a movie, just another creator that we want to shout out. Brandon, do you have a weekly recommendation or should I should I go first? Well, we've already we've already kind of touched on this, but I just I just actually opened it up. The old humble bundle. I'm going to be recommending mm. the Humble Bundle because of one thing in particular that we've talked about recently that I think you're going to be pretty jazzed about. Um, they are currently running a bundle for three more days. They're current, currently running a bundle for uh, Jonathan Hickman uh, uh, comic books Ooh, by Image. That's cool. Which includes... By Image? Yeah, I includes East of West is Jonathan Hickman. Oh, Hick- what? Yeah, Jonathan Hickman. Um, so he also did books, um, dying in the dead, uh, Manhattan projects. Um, there's one called the core, but it's, it's a bunch of, uh, a bundle of comic books by Jonathan Hickman, which includes East of West, which I know is, uh, one of, one of Alex's current favorites, I believe. That's awesome. So it's all digital, of course, but man, maybe I need to get on this and I can just continue my, uh, my, my run through, through East of West. Yes. Yeah, so oh no, it's, so it's East of West volume one and two. Well, if you pay, okay, so if you pay $8 bucks, or more, you get, okay. Yeah. yeah if, holy cow. Yeah. If you pay 15 bucks, you get all the way up to volume nine and then issues 43 and 44, I think, or 45, 43 through 45, but you get a Jeez. whole bunch of books. For for it's like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of comic books for fifteen bucks. If you have an iPad, that is a great way to read these too. Uh, these are DRM free, multi format, and there's as of this recording, there's three days left. So if you're listening to this show on Tuesday, today's your last day. If you listen to it, the day it comes out on Monday, you still got a day or so. So jump on it. Don't miss out. But there's multiple other bundles that are going on right now. I just I found this one in particular because we have talked. about I think it. that's the bundle to yeah, get. Yeah, we've talked I about it previous, uh, previously on OK Beast. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Um, cool. Well, my weekly recommendation uh, is going to be Crossmac. Crossmac is a um, fine art print seller specializing in video games. Crossmac is an artist, um, and they they make all of their own their art. It's phenomenal. It's uh, it reminds me. I'm trying to think of like the art style, honestly. In some ways, it, it reminds me of if anybody's familiar with like the older, like a day to remember album covers or like Devil Wears Prada. There's this one artist who had like this very vivid artwork. It, it's actually it's pretty comic booky, I would say. Like, yeah. think of like the the front of a comic I just book pulled cover. It up. I, I see what you're saying. Like the key art for a comic book issue. Like it, it's a very high detail, rich blacks. A lot of fun colors. Almost kind of um, look and, like, um, almost kind of look like movie posters. Some of them. Oh yeah, they these are so like, these are definitely some of the things that sort of inspire me. I'm working on some new prints now because I I had like a Spider Man like alternate movie poster I sold on Etsy, and uh, I've kind of been getting back into that behind the scenes. And this Crossmac is a uh, pretty big inspiration and, and they have so many awesome, they've got stuff for uh, a doom eternal poster just came out. They have stuff for death stranding, monster hunter, Sekiro, um, bloodborne, dark souls, Yakuza, uh, near a lot of cool stuff. So head over to crow smack, crow And, uh, that's going to be my weekly recommendation for this one-off pixel pulse radio episode. Brandon, this was fun. I enjoyed I returning to some of our old segments. I agree. This was, uh, of course, Pixel Pulse Radio. Me and Brandon started Pixel Pulse in, uh, what, October of 2015, I think? Long time Something ago. Something like that. And uh, we, then we through that, we met Blessing and Ian and so many other cool podcasters. Sean Capri was one of the early people. Alex O'Neill um, met a lot of our current friends through Pixel Polls. The Megadad. Uh, that evolved into Megadad. Adam that, that we just mentioned and John. Uh, married to the Games. I, like all sorts of people I remember like getting in contact with or like learning about. Kali from Spawn on Me. I didn't, I didn't know Kyle back then, but I listened to his show. I was like, man, I hope Pixel Pulse can be as good as like Spawn on Me and DLC. Like so many cool memories tied to Pixel Pulse Radio and that of course, we merged into OK Beast and uh, kind of formed the new OK Beast a few years later. So it's been a fun ride. And uh, Pixel Pulse was uh, Brandon and I start at least. So fun revisiting our old format for uh, a slow news week. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening to this. If, if it was a little off, I apologize. It's so weird, like changing up the format that you're so used to doing every week and going back to the thing that we used to do mm. five years ago. Mm. Um, so I apologize if my hosting wasn't on par with what I usually do. I tried my best. You did a wonderful but it, it, job, sir. Thank you. Nonetheless, it was fun to return to a lot of these old segments for sure. Um, and it was fun talking to you one-on-one, Brandon. Same. We don't get to do it enough. Um, and I hope people enjoy the conversation. So, uh, that's going to do it for this special episode of the OK Beast podcast. We'll see you next week, um, for a more normal episode with Ian, Brandon and myself, maybe normal. I'm, I'm moving in like two weeks, so we're going to be doing an evergreen podcast soon. So it's a fun time over at OK Beast. We got a lot going on. Um, But uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. We will see you next Monday. Don't forget, follow Brandon at RebelRed6. Follow me on Twitter at It's Van Aken. Uh, Subscribe to the OK Beast podcast, patreon.com slash OK Beast if you would like to support us, all that fun stuff. And uh, we'll see you next time. Brandon, say goodbye to the people. Bye to the people.